If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome to Hello Somebody, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia, where we rage against the machine, where we raise our voices against injustice and stand up for justice, where we embrace hope and joy with an optimism for a brighter, more just future. Each week, I'll be dropping knowledge, whether it's a solo episode from me or a hearty discussion with esteemed guests doing great things in spaces and places of politics, entertainment, social justice, and beyond. We get real, baby. I mean, really real. We get honest. We get up close and personal for you. Yes, you. Because everybody is somebody. Before we begin, I want to give a special shout out to my team. Thank you, Sim. Tiffany, Sam, and the team over at Good Juju Studios, Erica England, Pepper Chambers, the hot one, and my social media team. Hello, somebody. Today is a good day. We are talking about healing, hope, encouragement, and all the good in between. I have the pleasure of speaking with authors, pastor, Ebony Williamson of Alabaster Box Ministries and president of She Pours nonprofit organization, Kelsha Jones. Now, y'all know, y'all know, I love quotes and scriptures. So before we get started, I would like to start with a reading from Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Hello, somebody on that. Now, listen, you don't have to be religious 
or spiritual to just rock with words of uplift and encouragement in this life. We need to be reminded that we will run and not faint. Hello, somebody on that. So, oh my God, Ebony and Kelsa, it's so wonderful to have you both here on Hello, Somebody today. How are you? Uh, we're going to start with, the, with the, the pastor. How are you, darling? Hi, how are you doing, Senator? I am doing well. Very good. And uh, Madam President, how are you? I'm fine, Senator. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm good. I'm mighty fine. I got to tell you something. Just really blessed to uh, order this book, to receive this book. I think especially at moments like this, it is important that we step back and look at our lives, reflect on our lives, and just really pour into ourselves. And I think that the heaviness that many people feel right now is coming from not just everyday strife, but also the fact that this pandemic has definitely taken its hold on people all over the world. And it is having impacts that sometimes people might not necessarily recognize at first. So when I ordered your book, Seeds of Healing, a 90-day devotional, it was absolutely right on time. So I want to ask you both, uh, starting with uh, Pastor Ebony, what made you team up and decide to write a book like this, which is an active book. It's not something that somebody reads and put on the shelf. You actually want people to be engaged in the reading of this book. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, Kelsha and I were at a time in our life where we both were going through some tumultuous times in our in our marriages. And we were going through um, and was going back and forth with each other on the call saying, this is what I'm going through. This is what's happening in my life. What are we going to do? You know, the struggle was really, really real. And, you know, being, you know, uh, ministers and, you know, a pastor is difficult, right, to uh, open up to so many people. You fear uh, the way people perceive you having a, uh, a high office in, in ministry. So we only had each other. We only had each other to glean with. So what happened is one day we were at a, a conference and we were doing the words of the day. And um, Kelsha was like, you know what, Ebony, I think that, you know, we should write a book about, you know, the words that we are giving one another and what we going through. I believe if we're getting blessed every day, you know, with these words of encouragement, someone else that's going through the same issues that we are may um, be a, we may be able to help them go through their situation as well. That's beautiful. And uh, President Kelsa. So we understand, too, that. Sometimes when we get wounded physically, it's so easy to take the steps that we need to start the healing progress because we actually see the residue of the blood. So you make preparations to get the alcohol, peroxide, whatever needs to be done to start the healing process. But sometimes when it's internal, it's really hard for us to take that, take the time to set aside that, hey, I need to work on getting healed. And so like Ebony said, we were going through such hard times in our marriages and when we're on the phone calling and praying and crying and she actually had the idea to hey let's do a word a day to encourage one another and that really was the focus of us starting the book and having those seeds deposited within us daily and we saw the growth that we were experiencing we were like if we now know like the anger, the bitterness, anything that we were feeling, because there's a residue of internal pain that people don't realize that's 
when you need to stop and say, hey, I need to be healed. But we took that time and we were actually each other's accountability partners. So when we saw those traits going on each other, we was like, hey, we need to stop. We need to chill. We need to get back to the basis and we need to get back to our foundation, which is Christ. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, I have certainly started my engagement with the book and I call it engagement, but I really got stuck on uh, guilt uh, day 18, which is guilt and day 19 trigger. I'm really triggered yes. right now, sisters. I'm, yes, I'm triggered. A whole real. lot of triggering Listen. going on. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> professionally, just yes. triggered. So let's, yes. let's I'm, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are joining us today who could really relate to feelings of being triggered, whether it's personal or professional. And sometimes, especially in this environment, as I said in my in the opening, uh, the beginning of our conversation, a lot of the environmental pressures that people cannot see, but it is impacting their mood and their spirit has a lot to do, I believe. Well, it's not just what I believe. I mean, the experts who are who understand human nature, human chemistry, folks that are more have more expertise in that realm than I do, certainly have been writing a lot and talking a lot about how this pandemic is actually a trigger too. And it's causing a lot of depression and sadness and anxiety and definitely certainly fear of the unknown. So Mm -hmm. can we just talk about the different triggers and what made, you know, what is it about day 19 and the word trigger? Ooh, Senator, that word trigger right there. So it was funny because uh, Kelsha and I, was working with the words, right? And we were going over the words because we were getting ready to write the book and try to do some layout with the book. So we're going over the different words that we already went over. One of my triggers was the word rejection. And Mm. another trigger was compromise. And the word when it was rejected because in my marriage, right, I felt like I was being totally and utterly rejected. And I felt like at some points that I wasn't even worthy to be married because of the way I was being treated in in my, my marriage, the way I was being discarded in my marriage. So, you know, the feeling of rejection and when that word came up, it triggered something in me. Even while we was talking, we dealt with it. But I did not. I realized I did not deal with it. And a lot of things at uh, times we don't want to deal with the root cause of an issue. We want to bypass the root and just deal with the surface, because if we go to the root and we expose the root and that is rotten at the bottom, we don't want to deal with that root. But in order for you to be healed, like like the book says, sees a healer, you got to deal with the root cause of the issue. And if you don't deal with that issue, then everything that's associated with with rejection or I've compromised my whole entire life. Cause you know, when you have your kids, I've been married, I was married for um, 24 years, but with my ex-husband for 27 years. And so I compromised, I felt like I compromised my entire life. So when we discuss compromise, you know, I would never forget. I was like, Kelsha, compromise. Oh, no, women compromised. We compromise our body. We compromise our time. We compromise work. We compromise, you know, uh, submitting to our husband. So that word compromise really, really did something to me. And I realized that I needed to go back to the root. I needed really, really to deal with that thing. If I wanted to heal, I needed to deal with that thing. And one more thing I want to touch on, Nina, you you, you, Senator, you stated that, uh, you know, the the pandemic, people don't realize that going through emotions and not dealing with it, you can have PTSD. 
We don't want to admit that, but we can have PTSD when we don't deal with these emotions and we realize that everybody we are attacking and why we are attacking these people are associated with us not being healed or getting to that root. Yeah, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, just yes. for some people who may not know what that uh, stands for. And there are many ways to have, and especially I would say the African-American community, just from a cultural historical perspective, I do believe that all of us uh, in some ways are going through that traumatic either awakening or dealing well awakening in, in terms of what uh, not only happened to our ancestors historically but what continues to happen to us to today but we cope we compromise a lot too but we cope coping mechanisms set in and sometimes you don't realize that those coping mechanisms even though they're helping you make it through the day they're really causing you a lot of stress. And there's a chemical cortisone that is released, you know, when people are under a lot of stress and to constantly have the body in that state of being more times than not is certainly not healthy. So I love how you said we got to tap into go back to the root and figure out what is triggering us before we can heal. And again, to my more secular sisters and brothers and family and friends, take healing in the way that you need to take healing. But it is to me to be cognizant of and then also to be on a path to betterment. And so for people who don't necessarily rock on the spiritual side, you know, there's healing on the secular side, too. We say, come all. Come on, come as you are. Come on. Kelsa, would you like to weigh in on the, on the word trigger? Um, when we were sitting down, Ebony and I, um, IHOP was actually our meeting spot. That was our office as we were preparing the book. And I would never forget when we got to the word abandonment, tears began to form in my eyes. And I was reminded of the times that my ex-husband walked out, took everything that he owned and walked out. And I walked into an empty home um, returning from work. And so I had to sit and deal with that. So every time that, like she, like Ebony mentioned, that we have to deal with the root of what that abandonment came from. And in our book, what we try to talk to the readers about is we take you through four processes. We talk, take you to the process of emotions, acknowledging that emotion. How do you feel what, when you think about abandonment? Where are you? Write that down, journal it down, because we understand that healing is a process. And we take you through the different words of process. Then we take you through the journey of transition, because when you're starting to heal and you're getting through different areas of your life, you will start transitioning to an ultimately healing. So we definitely, um, when we think about trigger, that's the beginning part because you definitely have to acknowledge what got you to that point, but don't stop there. Keep going and bring, gaining momentum so you can get to that healing um, goal. Sure. And, you know, especially in the black church tradition, the whole notion of testifying. And I know my sister Ebony re remembers <laughs> these things <laughs> uh, having been to many churches with our mama. Uh, who was a preacher herself, a minister in the ministry. Uh, there were churches where the whole notion of testifying, you know, standing up and telling the church what you have been going through. And usually at the end of that, it's, you know, but God is not done with me yet or how I got over my soul wonders, look, looks back and wonders how I got over. Pray for me, church. I'm still going through. There is something powerful about mm -hmm. testimony, or confession, yes. you know, the saying confession mm -hmm. is good for the soul. Mm -hmm. What is it about 
going through the healing process because we're talking about an acknowledgement of a pain that people are enduring, whatever it is, it can be from the most simple, you know, simple to very complex. It is to me in many ways that acknowledgement is a type of testimony. Uh. Let's talk a little bit about the power of testimony. And let me add to that because you two came together and you formed a sister circle of trust. And in a way, through your journey of healing, you were testifying yeah. to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's talk about testimony and having a person or persons that you uh-huh. can bear your soul to without judgment. Yes. So, you know, Revelations 12, 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimonies. So, you know, when you testify about, first of all, the goodness of the Lord, and then you have a testimony um, showing or telling how God brought you out, people realize that the testimony, yes, the test you had to go through, but now you went through the test and now you can actually have the testimony where you can, you know, confirm and contest that God got you over. The hardest thing that we can do uh, when we get to the testimony phase is go through the test or the process. People don't want to go through the process. Neither do they want to get through the test or go through the test because going through the process of the test, it is associated with pain. And if we knew that this certain thing or these certain issues or, you know, dealing with these certain people that it would cause pain, well, we will go the other way. We will go the other route. We'll take another road. Um, we don't want to go through the process, but it is the it's in the moment of process of the process moments where you obtain your lessons, where you get your test. Testimony, where you able to uh, celebrate and 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 uh, confirm that God was able to get you over. And yes, the situation was hard. Yes, it was gloomy. Yes, that I, I did go through. But look at me today, because I powered through this thing. Because I pressed uh, towards the mark, I was able to uh, get through this thing. And now I can tell you that God is able. So it's it's all about us understanding that you know God is faithful. Through it all, no matter what you go through, your ups and downs, God is faithful. So finding um, someone that you can trust is is a key factor as well. You know, you, you can't cast your pearls to swine. The Bible says you can't cast or, you know, don't cash your pearls to swine. And what that basically means, you can't tell your heart or your personal business to people. You have to be careful because if you tell your business to, you know, people that you're you're not close to or you're not or you don't trust, it may get out in the, you know, to the wrong people or, or may be perceived uh, the wrong way. So you have to be very careful with who you uh, tell your secrets or your hurt or your heart to because a lot of people can't carry your heart. Um, another uh, thing is having that group of people that's like a uh, a rope. So uh, the Bible also mentioned that a three strand cord is not easily broken. Now, it didn't say, you know, there wouldn't be tension with the rope, but it, it, it the rope becomes the people that surrounding you and covering you and keep you closely knitted and guarding you while you going through. So, you know, that's what's that's why you're able to come out stronger because you have a rope of people that's surrounding you and carrying you and helping you get to the point where you are able to testify. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. 
Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So a lot of people find it hard to do the self-assessment part of just getting on the path, like understanding that even though somebody or something may be the cause or part of the cause of your challenges and your anxiety, you do have to do a self-assessment too to see what role, if any, you have played in a particular situation. Because there are some times where you did not necessarily play a direct role, you know, maybe indirect, but you had really nothing directly to do with it. The main question, though, is is how to begin the self-assessment process, not necessarily for blame, but just getting deep with yourself, because that, that's that's difficult for some for many people. Oh, yeah, it is. I first say pull up, pull away. We have so many gadgets and um, electronics and social media. We have so much going on. And so sometimes you can't even think clearly. So I would say pull away, get into a quiet place. And get a journal. I mean, I think that's one of the best ways to really start writing how you feel. Because sometimes you don't feel comfortable telling somebody you're not ready to be that vulnerable. And that's okay. But if you put the pen to the paper and you start writing down the things, you'll start finding out what you need to work on and what's aiding you and what's bothering you. And you can start going from that moment. I did that. I sat down and I started to journal I realized, you know what, I need to 
have a trusted person I can go to. So I went to counseling because I think it's so important to be in an atmosphere where it's non-judgmental and you can talk freely. You don't have to worry about whether somebody understands or are they going to judge you or if you're a Christian or you're not a Christian. So you just feel like you're, you, you have a place where you can just be, you're totally free in yourself. Um, so I would definitely say sit back, reflect, reflect on what you've been through. Like what happened? What is causing you to even want to take a break? Um, acknowledge that emotion. If you're sad, why are you sad? What triggered that? Um, and get, and start going there. And if you have it, if you don't feel comfortable with a counselor, but you have a really trusted friend or relative, I think that's great too. Be able to expose what's going on. There is a quote that says, you can't heal what you don't expose. But once you start exposing something, it gets you in preparation for that healing because now you're saying, Hey, now somebody's going to hold me accountable. So that's what we want. We want accountability because if we don't have that accountability, it's so easy to slip back into self-pity. Woe is me. I can't believe I'm going through all of this or even worse. You start slipping into depression. So you need someone to, if someone knows what you're going through, they're going to, especially if they love you, they're going to keep checking on you. Hey, you okay today? What's going on? Let me get you out the house. So we need that. And so I think self-assessment, and once you start to look at where you are and bring somebody along with you to hold you accountable, I think that's great a recipe for healing. Some people may think that seeking help is weak, you know, especially in our toxic nature of maleness at times. And also in some cultures, we are taught that if you need help, if you need a counselor, if you need to talk to somebody, if you cry, that that is a sign of weakness. As two professionals who have counseled people, consoled people, walk in the journey yourself, what words of advice would you give people who may need that kind of help, but for some reason, and I would say particularly men, not exclusively men, but particularly a lot mm -hmm. of men feel as though if they need to talk to somebody, especially professionally, that somehow their manhood is in question and that is a weakness. And then just using the African-American community as an example for this particular question, being socialized, that needing professional help is somehow is weak. That we, you know, black don't crack. You know, we just got to keep going through. I know that's meant in terms of our aging process, but I think we carry that on sometimes <laughs> in the psychological yeah, process too. We do with our our men and our our black men, in particular. We we have to stop putting on a front or a facade. Women still want to respect you because if you don't get the help you need, what's going to happen is your anger, your frustration, how you was raised by your mom, how you was raised by your dad, all of those issues that you were had that you were having as a child is going to pour over in your life and pour over in your relationship. Let me just say this. Getting help is not weak. Getting help is a sign that I love myself more than staying stuck. So 
get with your little guy friends, have real conversation, take the macho out of the situation, put your pride aside and be honest about where you are. Um, you know, we have to have a place where men can really be honest and not have to put on this, you know, this macho thing and you're trying to be a king and, and your crown is cricket. I don't understand that. You can't be a king if you don't know how to lead your household. You can't be a king if you don't know how to give instruction. You cannot be a king if you don't know how to keep a job. But there's something that's keeping you, that's triggering you from not going to pursue your purpose, not working hard to be a better person. And so, you know, a man's reflection, once they get with a, a wife or, you know, a long-term girlfriend, you should see your reflection out of your significant other or your partner. If you don't see your reflection shining from you, then uh, young men, you know, uh, boys, you need to question, what am I doing wrong? What do, what work do I, I, I need to do on myself? And that's a part of the self-assessment. And once again, being honest and putting that pride aside, uh, mental issues, we suffer gravely with that, um, with mental issues. Men, it is okay if you're having mental issues. We won't think that you're weak. We won't think that you're crazy. We don't think, we don't think, we won't think anything. We will, we will look at you and say, oh my God, this person was honest, honest enough to say, he needed help. And one thing I can say in our culture, um, you know, specifically African-American, we shield, we hide the fact that we need to go to counsel. We hide the fact that we need help. We hide the fact that we have any mental issues because once again, what happens in this house stays in this house. But for our king, so in order for you to heal and then get with some another, you know, you, you know, your significant other, you have to be able to say I'm broken. I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. I'm hurt myself and yeah. I need to be healed. So Amen. get the help you need. Amen to that. And it's just the way we're socialized in this society. And I think it has an extra special, it carries an extra special burden for the black community, thinking about right. our history and how really this world did not care about our pain and our struggle. Matter of fact, this country caused a lot of Absolutely. our pain and struggle and trauma. Right. Absolutely. And we were not allowed to show weakness or right. emotion mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that could get you killed or get you whooped or maimed, you know? And yes. so a lot of that is a carry over yes. is subliminal. We don't even know we're carrying it over because it's just been programmed mm -hmm. into us generation after generation. And you know what I often say mm -hmm. that just because something was mm -hmm. past doesn't mean it has to be the presence. We can shake off them. We can shake it off, baby, and do a new thing in our time. But it is important yes, to have a cultural perspective. And it's not only the African-American community, right. but in terms of our unique experience in this country generationally, yes. that has been That's programmed correct. into us, both black men and black women. And I would say especially men. There are other, like the American culture itself, just globally programs into mm -hmm. men this right. kind of masculinity that does not mm -hmm. show air quotes weakness yes. you know which it, it keeps real quick <laughs> why women live a little longer because we let it out baby uh, uh, most of us do right? we will yeah we yes we do yes we do yes we let it out <laughs> and crying is healing you know it really yeah. is a cleansing yes. uh, process and we don't sometimes yes. think about it that way so I want to close uh, this conversation with 
uh, a quote, a scripture, and uh, ask both of you to elaborate on it, uh, starting with Kelsha. And it says, his word can begin to sow seeds of hope, restoration, peace, and ultimately healing. Man, that is so beautiful. Why that? Why that? You know what? I was reading the book because I still pick it up and look at the words myself. And what scripture that comes to mind all the ways is Hebrews 4 and 12. It says, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. So the word actually penetrates your heart and it starts to work it starts to get you in an area and it starts to work different areas of your life. It'll start to bring you to the point of self-awareness, which brings healing. Um, when we talk about it, so seeds, so seeds of encouragement. One thing I was, I love the scripture that says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully mm. made, especially those days when yes. it's hard and you're losing your confidence. You need that word to stand on. You need some encouraging words. He says, my word will not return void. It shall accomplish everything it's supposed to accomplish. So when you start to read the word, it's, you start to build on that, that momentum. And you, and you start to get stronger and stronger daily, which is so the reason why we were able to heal effectively is because we had the word of God. There it is. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, that's a word. Yes, snap, snap, snap. And Miss Ebony. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, the word of God is powerful. Right? It, is a, it is a healer. It is a sustainer. It is um, a lifter up our heads. And so one of mine is um, uh, John 1 and 1, and I have to go back to the word of God. Um, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So in that is a mouthful, but we understand that the word is powerful. The word of God will give you strength. The word of God will carry you through. The word of God will encourage you. The word of God will break cycles. The word of God will bring you through. The word of God will restore you. The word of God will heal you. So it was us diving in the word of God and pulling those scriptures that made our situation live and bearable um, that we were able to heal and overcome. And because of that, that's really the reason why we wrote the seeds of healing. So hopefully that this book will begin to plant the seeds, you know, um, in your life and somebody may water it and God, hopefully God, you know, will help it grow. But this, we praying that this book would be able to give you, uh, uh, open up your eyes uh, to see the things or the, uh, or the, the uh, issues that you're struggling with, being honest with yourself, um, staying in that, that place or that word, even if it take you two or three weeks, stay there marinate in that word until you deal with the what, why, and how I got there in order for you to get a, a complete and total healing. So I'm, I'm hoping that that's what uh, sees the healing in, uh, uh, do and accomplish for your life. Well, amen. This is a segment where I say amen often, but I'm going to say it again. Amen and amen and amen. Seeds of Healing, a 90-day devotional by Ebony Williamson and Kelsha Jones. Man, baby, y'all got to pick up this book. Now, Sister Turner is stuck on triggers. 
Don't get stuck. Keep going. <laughs> but 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 I'm stuck on triggers. But I'm gonna get past it. But I'm just resting. Let me not say I'm stuck. I'm resting, resting. on triggers. I'm resting there right there, there on triggers. Too. Doing some self assessment <laughs> on the triggering. <laughs> so yes, on indeed. the triggering. Please, please, please get this book and and pick it up for somebody that you love. This is a wonderful, wonderful book. And you do not, I repeat, you do not have to be uh, somebody that is deeply steeped in the Christian tradition to find some uplift and some hope and some nuggets of encouragement. You don't have to be. This is for everybody. Come one, come all. And if this particular thing is not your thing, find the thing that's your thing. Please. (laughs) <laughs> Find it so that you, those of us, once we individually are better people, we can let that light of ours so shine and be better people to other people. But we can't be better people to other people if we're not better people to ourselves. Charity starts at home. Charity starts with us as individuals. And each and every one of us, I truly, truly believe, have been put on this earth for something special, something unique. We are not expendable, even though sometimes life makes you feel as though you are. You are just as unique as that fingerprint on your finger, baby. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's you. Can't nobody duplicate you. (laughs) Nobody can duplicate you. So, so much love. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling the love, feeling renewed. Thank you both so much. And if someone wants to find you both or to pick up a copy of Seeds of Healing, a 90-day devotional, where should they go? You can actually go on Amazon or anywhere books are sold, or you can go to shepores.org backslash book, and you can order through there and we can actually sign the copy for you. Very good, because some people don't do the Amazon thing, even though, you know, Jeff Bezos, baby, I'm talking to you because I know you listen to Hello Somebody. You need to go and pay your workers. Stop playing. Stop playing. Uh-oh. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's another show for another time. But so they can go to Amazon and they can go. Uh, Kelsey, give that one more time. You can purchase through shepores.org backslash book and you'll be able to get an autograph copy. It has been a pleasure. You know, what's so beautiful about this is that the person whose vision it was to have Black Effect, because you are listening to Hello Somebody on the Black (laughs) Effect Network on (laughs) iHeartRadio. But Charlemagne the God, I mean, he, you know, talks a lot. He has written a book about, I mean, the title is not healing, but it is about having some self-awareness about mental trauma and... (laughs) You know, to be able to have this conversation with you all today just made me think about him and the courage that it took to write a book like that. And not just only to write a book, but on all of his social media, he often, often gives a good word or asks people to reflect and think about themselves so that a certain type of healing can begin. So this is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I'm so glad to have been able to have you both on hello somebody thank you for having touching us. somebody yeah thank it's our, it's our yes. pleasure Yeah. 
coming, the pain is numbing. Try to shoot for the stars if you gon' aim for something. Embrace the love for your brother and sister. Unity's the missing brush, we need to puzzle this picture. Let's paint it up, frame it up, for the world to see. Hang the hatred up. Enough is enough, is enough, making changes on us. In Turner, her voice is the truth. Her wise words inspire the youth to keep their eyes on the roof. It's the end, never give up, keep conquering goals. To the eye, intelligence, silver, wisdom is gold. Back to the end, now is your time, stay firm, don't fold. To the A, all you need is the three bones. That's what Granny said. Now I'ma make sure these words from Granny spread. For all the hair, just give her your ear. She can take you to the promised land, I swear. World peace is what they fear. From Queens to Cleveland, Ohio, we here. Famous. Somebody is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.